0: empowering you with strategies to succeed. This is Jen Tringale and you're listening to the Jen Tringale Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. This is Jen Trengale. Thank you for listening today and taking a break, or maybe we are together as you run the streets of your city Christmas shopping. Or you're one of the smart ones that has done it all online this year. Thank you very much, Amazon Prime. I can say that I utilize every online opportunity that I possibly can. Number one, because of being busy, like so many of you. And also, like probably so many of you, there's some traveling involved for me for the holidays to be with family, and it just makes it easier. This also contributes to arriving wherever the holidays are going to take place and staying up all night long, wrapping all the gifts that I had shipped. But, you know, it all becomes part of the holiday season, so I Pray great grace for you in whatever point in the holiday season that you are in, and probably about now, you deserve a good cup of hot chocolate, coffee, or tea, and just take a breath. Recently, we released our Christmas podcast with a dear friend of this podcast and a dear friend of mine. I like to call her celebrity photographer, Michele Mitchell. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to that, I encourage you. That's a good conversation to get in on. We had a lot of fun, shared some different things, brought in clips from nieces and nephews. But there were also some really precious Things that came out. And one of the things that she and I talked about was how important it is at the end of a year to pause and look back. And too many times we think about the rough moments, but really getting beyond those and to celebrate the wins. And if we stopped and remembered and recognized how motivating it is and how motivated we get when we stop to count all the wins, all the progress, all the places of growth from this last year, if we stop to remember how much that motivates us, I am convinced we would all do it more often. Because too many times our eyes are pulled toward what we didn't accomplish or how far we didn't get. But as the old adage says, when we look back to see how far we've come, it motivates us to keep going. So I encourage you to do that. Stop and celebrate the wins. Michele and I actually together sort of recounted our top five favorite moments from this past year. And wow, she shared some incredible moments with men and women of God that just spoke into her life and just their life just motivated her in a new way. And, and I shared too some moments from, incredible events from this past year, moments I've had with individuals just in a chance meeting, just maybe in a moment. How special and rare and unique those are. And I treasure and value all of the ways those happened in churches, event centers, in airports, signing books, all kinds of ways. But what God does in those moments never ceases to amaze me. And I treasure each one that never ever gets old to me and means just as much to me. We had some incredible moments with some great podcast guests this year. Too many to count, but moments that I have tucked away in my heart and will not forget anytime soon. Hopefully, you have found this podcast and been able to get in on some of those moments. But if not, if you've got a long night of gift wrapping in front of you, I would suggest going back and listening to the stories from our incredible guest for this year. I wanted to share with you, our podcast listeners, about a couple of things that I have been doing at the end of each year for quite a while now, and they've proved to be really powerful tools in my life. There's a set of those that I've shared with individuals that have jumped on board with our mentoring program that we launched this year, which was an incredible thing that we put in motion that I have enjoyed so much. What God has done through these moments has been beyond anything I could have ever imagined. And to watch these significant men and women that have been a part of this mentoring program, leaders from all over the country, just sort of walking into new strategies and new opportunities. What God has done in hearts has just been purely the powerful work of the Holy Spirit. And it's been such an honor to just be a part of that and contribute to their journey. But one of the things that I recently shared with them, I'm going to give you just a small piece of, and that is something I do at the end of each year. And that piece is this, I've done this for a few years now, and it's really proved to set me up for the new year I'm headed into. So what I do is I sit down, find a quiet moment. Sometimes they're hard to come by, but I sit down in a quiet moment with, a legal pad and a pen. Now, for some of you, you might just be all techno and you need to pull out your notes on your iPhone or your iPad. There's something for me about just simply sitting down and writing it out on a piece of paper. And so what I do is I sit down with that pen and paper and I treat this almost like making an appointment with God. And I invite Him into it, and I just sit down, and I just simply say this, Okay, God, what are your top assignments and priorities for me for this next year? So I would sit down for me at the end here of 2019. Wow, just a few weeks left. And I would sit down and invite God into that time and just say, God, talk to me about what are your key main assignments or priorities for me in 2020. Now, this piece is important. This is not an exhaustive list. This is not you're going to make a list of every little thing and every big thing that sort of popped in your heart recently. It's not meant to be all-inclusive. This is strategic because you're asking the Lord to just give you those key things, those main things. It might just be two things. For me, it's usually three, sometimes four. I can't honestly say it's ever been more than that. And for some of you, it might just be one. But this is so incredibly powerful to sit down and do, and to invite God into the equation. Here's why. Number one, God is known for all throughout his word. Whenever a place is made for him, he fills it. This is what the book of Matthew was talking about when Jesus said, if you'll ask, what is asking? Asking is a type of making room. He said, if you'll ask, you'll receive. If you'll seek, seeking is another form of making a place or making room for God. He said, if you'll seek, you'll find, and if you will knock— The door will be opened. It also reminds me of that powerful story in the Old Testament about the woman who made a room. She literally had an addition added to her home and made a room for this traveling man of God that would come through their city. And because she knows him well enough to know that he didn't already have a place to stay when he came through their town. She knew him well enough. They must have opened their home to him and hospitality in some fashion previously. She decided, I'm literally going to add an addition to our home. I'm going to create a room and a restful place for that man of God to stay with us in our home when he comes. And because she made a room... There actually came a point where, number one, he ministered the word of the Lord to her and put faith in her heart to believe that she would bear a child. Up to this point, she had never had a child before. Because she made that room, that man of God shared that word with her, and it put a faith in her heart to believe that word, and she had a son. Well, years later, that son had an accident. As the story goes, because she had made that room, that man of God was resting in that room, and immediately when he had this accident and it looked like they were pronouncing him dead, she went immediately to him and said, "'You have to come pray for my son.'" Of course, the son was raised up from the dead and went on to fulfill the length of his days— All of this points to when you make room for God, when you make a place for Him, and you don't just make a place, but you say, God, this is a place I am creating for you to be with you, and I am asking this. God historically is known for filling it. So making this appointment with God, this quiet space, and grabbing this moment to say, God, I'm going to record Whatever you reveal to me, whatever you give me a knowing about, whatever I hear you speak to me, whatever you paint the picture of, I'm going to record it because it's important to me. Not just to record what I think, but to record what you have to say about the year 2020 for me. What this does is it lays tracks for you to run on as you move in to a new year. I have a saying that I repeat a lot and it's connected to something God spoke to me not about my year but about my days. And some of you have heard me share this before. I share it a lot in different events and meetings, but the Lord spoke to me one day and I just felt in my heart like I heard him say, "Jen, I want you to start speaking to your day before your day can start speaking to you." And I remember thinking, wow, that sounds so strategic. I really like the sound of that. And so then I said, all right, Holy Spirit, what do I need to start speaking over my day? I could have just made up things I was going to start saying, but I knew the most strategic and the most powerful would be to find out what He wanted me to say over my day. And so again, I made a place and He began to give me things to speak over my day. And I started doing that. And I started doing it consistently. And as one of my heroes in the faith, a mentor from a bit of a distance, so to speak, is known for saying it's inconsistency that lies the power. So when I consistently started speaking that over my day, I never saw so much movement in my life and things happening as when I did that. We actually wound up taking those things that God gave me to speak over my day and putting them in a 21-day destiny devotional to make available. I think it's still on our website, but there was a point where the Lord said, I want you to get this into people's hands, and we've heard such awesome reports from that. So in a way, what I'm sharing with you that I did over my day, the same sort of tool I began to use in doing it over my year. It lays tracks into the year when you get key assignments from the Lord for your life, and then you can begin to declare those. You can begin to talk to the Lord about those. You can begin to envision those, and it's like laying tracks into your new year. Here's the last thing I wanna share with you that I believe makes this so important vitally important for you and I both right now. I just have had this knowing that's been growing in my heart that for some reason, it is incredibly important as men and women of faith that we step over the threshold of the new year into 2020, that we step over that threshold, not stagnant, but in motion. There's something so pivotal about this new year that we're about to move into, that we have to move into it, not just waiting to see, well, I wonder what this will be like. That we don't move into it essentially just going, well, I guess if it's meant to be, you know, whatever God has, it'll be, or I have, I have no idea. No, there's something really important about moving into 2020 with this sense of direction, even if you don't understand how it's going to happen or what it's even supposed to look like, but to go into it in motion with what you do know, even if you have to do it by faith. And here's how I believe you and I do that. You see, as men and women of God, as Christ followers and people of faith, we move by what we see. In other words, by our spiritual eyes, by what we are perceiving in our heart, that's what we move by. That's what we make tracks by. That's what we gain momentum by. If we're not seeing anything, we can't move forward. But when we get that knowing in our heart, when our spiritual eyes are perceiving and going, well, I know God's saying this to me. Maybe I don't know exactly what that looks like or all the steps to walk that out, but I know that I'm at least seeing this. If we pick that up and we keep that in front of us and we keep holding that up to the Lord and we keep saying that out of our own mouth and declaring it by faith, that is is what gives us motion. So what I believe is so strategic for us as we come into a new year is to tuck away and find this time to make an appointment with God and say, God, what are the key assignments? What are the key main things that are so important for me for 2020? And whatever those are, God, whatever you show me about that, I'm going to write this down and I'm going to keep holding it up to you. I'm going to keep praying into that. I'm going to begin to move forward in that as as much as I do know to do, I'm going to take a step toward that. And as I step over the threshold from 2019 into 2020, I'm not going to do it in a posture of wait and see. I'm going to do it in a posture of faith. I'm not going to go by what my senses tell me, what it looks like in the natural. It does not matter. All of that, I'm going to cast aside and I'm going to put my hands in your hands and I'm going to trust you. I believe that God has set up and prepared such wonderful things for you and I in 2020. No doubt there'll be moments that we have to push through, just like we've all had in this last year. No doubt we'll have moments where everything in the natural will be screaming at us, why are you attempting to do this now? There'll be a better time. Just wait. No doubt our senses and the circumstances that we face will have moments in the year ahead where it won't look anything like what we've been saying or declaring. But I just want to remind you that you and I are people of faith. We are not people that lives just like people who don't know God. We live differently. We live supernaturally. We live by a spirit of wisdom and revelation. We live by what our spiritual senses are informing us with not just by what our natural senses can perceive. They're so limited. But when we align ourselves and sync up to Him, we can see so far. We can hear so clear, and we can move into all the possibility and all of the things that God's prepared for us in an incredible year. I pray this speaks to your heart and awakens some things in you, hopefully, This has been just resonating in your heart with things that maybe you've already been picking up about this new year. But my prayer is that it just lights a fire to fresh vision, fresh insight, and fresh possibility about the year ahead. I wanna thank each one of you for being a part of this podcast. It's been a journey in and of itself, and I enjoy it each and every time that I get to sit down and share this moment with you. Thank you for being a part of the journey. Whether you've just joined recently or you've been a part for a while now, I am so glad that we can share this together. Merry Christmas from my heart to yours, Merry Christmas to you and your family. Enjoy it. Soak it up. I think we said this on the podcast with Michelle. Just know it might not go like you envisioned it. It might not look like exactly what you pictured it looking like as you get together for holiday events. But just remember, nobody's holiday goes as perfect as it looks on Instagram. (laughs) So just soak it up, all the crazy moments and the fun ones too, and enjoy the time that you have with family and friends. We love you. We thank God for you. Merry Christmas, everyone. We'll see you back here next time. Bye-bye.